Lowe's knows you'll do it right to find the right gifts for dad this Father's Day. We do it right, too, with deals that'll make dad as proud as his perfectly seared steak and his perfectly manicured lawn. Now get a Charbroil 4-Burner Advantage Series gas grill for just $169 and pick up your choice of Craftsman gas or electric string trimmer for only $99 each. Make this Father's Day his best one yet. And do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Charbroil offer valid through 612. Craftsman offer valid through 619 U.S. only. Hello, Grinders, and welcome back to the Daily Fantasy Fix Podcast. I'm your host, Travis Mangone, here to break down the games for you guys. Uh, We're only covering the main slate here, and we have a six-game slate tonight. Uh, It's one that... Yeah, it's kind of split today. You get the five games early, and then you get the six late. Uh, it's, it's not my favorite when it's split like this. Uh, kind of tough for you to play cash games the way that I like to. Uh, just ownership seems condensed on so many guys, and I, it's not my favorite. So I'm probably sticking out of the cash game territory today, still kind of making that decision. But, um, yeah, I think I'm mainly looking at tournaments on this slate. Hopefully you guys had a good slate yesterday. Uh, I had a pretty good slate, very happy with it overall. Uh, had the uh, national stack in cash, so that was phenomenal. Uh, so yeah, Nationals was a fun time. Even though they uh, destroyed my Mets, it's okay. Uh, you know, there's there's plenty of other years you can do well, Mets. But uh, happy that you can help me win some money yesterday. But. Uh, let's kind of dive right in and talk about this slate. We got the first game up. We got the Chicago Cubs. We got the Pittsburgh Pirates. This is an eight total here. And we have Cole Hamels against Nick Kingham. And uh, Cole Hamels, he is a guy. He's given up a lot of home runs this year. He has had some struggles. Uh, this is a spot where some of these uh, Pirates righties are really interesting. And again, kind of on FanDuel because they're just really cheap, right? Uh, if the thing on FanDuel though is, is like you don't have many pitchers to pay for, so that's kind of the problem. But uh, Jordan Luplo, he's 2.5K if he's lead off. That's a nice value. If you get Diaz in the cleanup spot, he could be a really good option at 2.6K on DraftKings. Diaz, I kind of like him as well because if we get Diaz in there, uh, you know he's a catcher in 3.6K. I don't like rostering catchers that much, but that's a pretty nice price over there. Uh, Fantasy Draft, they don't have the greatest prices, kind of like I talked about yesterday. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think it's more of a FanDuel play for a lot of these guys, like David Fries, 2.5K. Uh, Jose Ozuna's the minimum over there if you get him in the lineup. Uh, it's just not the greatest spot. Uh, like on DraftKings, it's 4.1K for David Fries. I just rather him over on FanDuel. So it just feels like more of a FanDuel play if you want to attack Cole Hamels. But I don't know. It doesn't feel like one of my favorite spots for Pirates, anyways. Uh, there's just other spots in the slate that I'm kind of considering instead with uh, similar prices. So. Let's talk about the Cubs now, and they get Nick Kingham in this ballpark, PNC Park. Obviously not the greatest hitters park, but still... On this slate, there's not a lot of good hitting spots in general. If you look at it, the one game that is the best hitting spot is the uh, Braves, according to Vegas, with a 4.78 implied total. And if you look at that game, that's going to have some weather concerns. So, yeah, overall, this is a slate where it's not a ton of good options. Like, the second best, uh, you know, offense is the Chicago White Sox, which you don't see that too often. So, again, uh, it's a spot where the hitting is kind of rough to see. And if people just don't play the Cubs because they see the 4.21 implied total, they target all these other offenses 
I kind of think it could be interesting. Uh, Kingham's not a guy that I'm, you know, just saying, hey, let's go out there and target like crazy and he's going to absolutely get blown up. But the numbers, you know, 4.57 XFIP, it's not like he's been phenomenal or anything. And he's had his struggles against lefties. ISO of 304, Woba of 379. Uh, hard contact is at 31%. He's definitely had some struggles here. So I think if you target some of these lefties, right, like a Rizzo as a one-off here, I think is a phenomenal play today. Zobrist, uh, Hayward, just these guys here, I think uh, the lefties are really interesting options. Kyle Schwarber, he's one of the biggest power bats in the lineup, and him as a lefty, uh, he could be intriguing. So I think it's uh, it's worth noting that the Cubs could be a really interesting offense, despite not looking like they're in the greatest spot, right? If they were like on a 15-game slate, no one would play them. I'm kind of curious what will end up going on with it being a six-game slate and all, but I do think the Cubs offense could be intriguing with uh, Kingham struggles and really just targeting the lefties. I'm not saying you have to stack it up, but getting some lefty exposure seems like a good idea on this slate. Next game up, we got the Los Angeles Angels and the Tampa Bay Rays. This is an eight total here with Nick Tropiano against Tyler Glass now. And Tyler Glass now is, uh, you know, back in the big leagues. He's the guy they traded for Chris Archer. Glass down, he used to have his struggles with the walks. That was what his uh, big downfall was. I do think uh, he's a guy that will uh, figure it out and straighten it out. But he is getting an Angels offense, and I don't think this is the greatest spot for him. Not a ton of upside here for him in this spot. The price is nice, though. 5.5K on FanDuel specifically. Drafting 7.7 .7 is a little tougher to, to stomach. And then he's not available over on our sponsor site, Fantasy Draft. So um, Glass now, I just don't think he's really going to be as in play on this slate. We just, I just don't think we need him in this matchup here. If you want to play a guy like Mike Trout, I don't hate it. But I don't really have too much love for the Angels offense today. Maybe an Otani, too. I don't hate that because, hey, Otani's a pretty good player. And he's just kind of a little underpriced. Like Vandal, he's 32 k uh, Draft, can you get him at 4.4? And then uh, Fantasy Draft, he is 8K. So... That's worth noting, but I don't love this offense today uh, in this game in general. It's not one of my favorites to look at. You look at Tropiano; he gets this Rays team, and uh, we don't have uh, we don't have Fam in the lineup or anything like that. Um, it's just your typical Rays lineup that we have projected here. Uh, Tropiano is a guy that, again, I, I don't know. I don't think I'm going to target up too much on this slate. I just think it's a spot where this game is probably the game that just goes kind of overlooked for me in general, and I kind of just decide to stay away from it. That's kind of what I'm really uh, thinking. Sure, Tropiano, I know he's had struggles. The XFIP's at 4.99. His fly ball rate is up, but I don't know. I don't love this offense. I guess if you want to take Bowers as a one-off, I don't want to ignore that because I like Bowers. Uh, you know, CJ Cronlund and, and G-Man Choi, maybe like that three-man stack of that, but I just don't love this Rays offense too much, and I'm mainly just looking at the power bats in the three, four, and five spot and Bowers, Cron, and Choi. Uh, I forgot, I should probably note uh, Glass now stats because they, it has been pretty good this season. Uh, the, he's got a 3.63 uh, XFIP and the uh, K percentage at 29.6%. The walks are still, he's still struggling with the walks, which is at 14%. Uh, I know that was a struggle in the past. Again, he's a guy that I think is going to be a good picture once he figures out his walking situation. But until he can figure that out, uh, he's going to be really tough to stomach and roster because he's going to just destroy his pitch count. And, uh, you know, the Ks, they're great and they're there, but there's just too many walks where it can be a problem for him. All right, next game up, Miami Marlins, Atlanta Braves. Uh, we have an eight and a half total here with Pablo Lopez and Anibal Sanchez, and this is a game that I really wish would play, right? Uh, I don't want to lose a game on a six-game slate. That would be really frustrating, but here's Kevin Ross' report so far. 
he says, flash flood watch, ton of rain, looks familiar, right? Uh, I think this is similar to last night. Rain might taper off enough to late to play, but I don't feel great about it. Would think of this more as a GPP play than a cash play, which could be phenomenal for us, uh, now, at least for me in cash games, uh, I mean, in uh, tournaments today. Uh, don't think I'm playing too much cash, but since I'm, you know, playing tournaments uh this could be a phenomenal play where i can get the atlanta braves the highest total on the slate absolutely under own possibly if it's a really dicey situation and people just don't want to risk their money on it uh roth has this game as orange as well so obviously he's really concerned but with pablo lopez here man i definitely i definitely want to attack him with these braves bats and especially with these top of the order guys right with okuna albies freeman marquegas it's just a really good spot for the Braves. so uh we're gonna have to watch this weather and really see what kind of goes on here of course i'm not really touching a pitcher I, there's no point to in a tournament i think it makes no sense to even touch a pitcher maybe if you're doing 150 lineups you want to just get like two percent each so you can be overweight but uh, you're definitely being really risky with that but i do want to attack lopez a little bit here i think it makes some sense uh, he's giving up an iso to both sides of the plates over 200 woba to both sides of the plate over 350 this is a spot where i do think uh lopez could definitely struggle here in this spot so uh you know those those top of the order guys probably like one through six i i really like it uh, Brave stack is something you should definitely be considering in tournaments. Probably won't be considering the Marlins stack at all. Uh, Inval Sanchez has actually been pretty good this season, and uh, if if uh, this game was going to go and it was going to go well, I do think Sanchez would be kind of interesting to consider. He has had uh, some decent numbers this season. I'm going to pull them up now. He's at a 4.26 xFIP, uh, walk rate of 7.6%, and the K rate at 23.3%, which is kind of nice. Uh, he's get, kept the ISO down, uh, you know, 139 against the lefties. Against righties is where he struggled a little, is the 185 ISO, but that's still not uh, as bad as some other pitchers. Hard contact is down 28% against lefties, 27% against uh, righties. Just he's had a pretty good year. So uh, I played Anibal Sanchez a little bit. It's been a good ride, uh, surprisingly, and uh, I don't mind going back to the well if the weather somehow just becomes good. But I don't know if. It's it's going to. Next game up, Kansas City Royals, Chicago White Sox, nine total here with Jacob Junis and Dylan Covey. And uh, this is one of my favorite games on the slate to target. The first guy I want to talk about is Jacob Junis. He's been struggling a ton this year, giving up a ton of home runs. He's in like the top three in the MLB. He's just been a guy that's been absolutely struggling throughout the season. 4.72 xFIP, uh, K percentage at 20.8%, the walk rate 6.6. The Woba against lefties, 356. The ISO at 203. Against righties, 343 Woba and ISO 241. I mean, he's just been getting crushed this season. Fly ball rate is up, uh, you know, 38% against righties, 42% against lefties. Hard contact against both sides of the plate, 40%. This is just a dream matchup for the White Sox to crush Junis. The only problem that we have here is the White Sox, they do struggle against righties. And could Junis have that random upside game? Sure, but the chance of him having it, I doubt it against this White Sox team. They have a lot of power and pop. And I'm going to just take a shot on them. Uh, I'm going to load up on, you know, Moncada, Sanchez, Obreu, Garcia, Palka, Gar Garcia, Delmonico, Anderson, Smith. I mean, up and down this lineup, it's a phenomenal spot for these guys. Obviously, like the one through six is where I really like. And one of my favorite plays is probably Palka. He's probably one of my top plays. Uh, like Moncada too a lot, Abreu, and then, uh, you know, I'll probably be picking between Sanchez and Garcia. That's really where I'll be looking. Have to love these White Sox here in this spot. The only way I'm going to be kind of concerned is like, Man, what if the White Sox are chalky? Like, uh, if you take the Braves out of the slate, like, they do have the highest implied total. And if the White Sox become chalk, that would kind of be concerning. I'm not saying that Junis will have a good game, but do you want to be on a ch chalky White Sox stack against a, a right-handed pitcher where they've had struggles all season long against righties? I don't know. It's definitely one of those things I'm kind of uh, debating. And it doesn't feel like, too, just worth noting, it doesn't feel like the greatest, like, stack them up night. Like, maybe it's better to just pick guys in each team, right? Like, 
I talked about earlier, I like Rizzo on the Cubs. He was an interesting guy that I kind of picked out that I thought was an interesting option. Talked about a Jake Bowers uh, as a guy. Now I'm talking about, like I like, uh, you know, Daniel Pocket. It might be a spot where I just like to pick one-offs here and there. Uh, maybe do like a four-man stack that you like, or maybe do like a three-man and then, uh, you know, pick a one-off there. But maybe the best bet is to go like a four-man and then pick like a bunch of different stacks. That might be the best route to go on this slate. But uh, I just don't know if it's going to be the best day to like just go 4-4 four, four, or 5-3 uh, on this slate in general. But let's kind of go to the uh, opposite side now. We talk about the White Sox and I've been talking about Dylan Covey. And this is a guy that we can obviously target here. But do I want to target him with the Royals? Again, I've talked about this many times. Are the Royals my favorite team to stack? No, probably my least favorite team to stack in the league. And Covey's been kind of decent this year. Uh, numbers have gotten a little worse, right? The uh, x at 4.49, K percentage at 16.2%. Uh, but he is getting the ground balls at 58%, which is definitely something you're not excited about. He's kept the ISO down which is obviously good uh 138 against lefties and against righties 116 so uh you know if he's keeping the iso down and he's going against a team that doesn't have a strong iso it definitely has me concerned like where am i gonna get my like you know big points from my, where am i getting my home runs from on the royals my guess would be lucas duda and like salvador perez and maybe whit merrifield and that's the only guys i'll really take a shot on but uh, I'm kind of torn at what I want to do here with this team. Uh, my favorite play, I guess, is Duda, but this team is not good. It's a very watered-down lineup. You know, Merrifield, Gordon, Perez, Duda, Herrera, Bonifacio, Hearn, Phillips, Mondesi. I mean, it's just a rough lineup here. So uh, I'm not playing Kobe, and I'm not stacking the Royals, but I will pick a, a, uh, pick a couple guys here as a one-off. Like I said, Perez, Duda, and like a Merrifield, but not going too crazy here with anyone else on this team. Next team up, we have the Colorado Rockies. St. Louis Cardinals is an eight total here with Kyle Freeland against Luke Weaver. And, uh, man, Luke Weaver is a guy uh, I'm definitely biased on. I like me some Luke Weaver. He's always pretty cheap around the industry. Let's see his price today. 7K on FanDuel we get him at. We get him on DraftKings at 7K and then... Fantasy draft 13.6k. So uh, yeah, that's a that's a pretty nice price on him. The numbers haven't been as good this year. 4.48 xFIP, game percentage at 21%, walk rate at 8.4%. Uh, definitely not one of my favorite plays. He's been good against righties this season though. Wobat 282, ISO against 124, but where he's had his struggles is the lefty. Wobat 364, ISO at 179. Definitely has had his struggles here in this spot. If you look at this uh, Colorado lineup too, uh, you know the big concerns are Blackman and Cargo. Uh, I'm not really too worried about Parra as much and McMahon. So I kind of think you could take a shot on Weaver. We see a low total here for the Rockies at 381. They've definitely had their struggles on the road. I do think Weaver could be an interesting tournament play and someone that you want to be considering a little bit on this slate. So I wouldn't overlook Weaver. I get it. His numbers haven't been the greatest. But on this specific slate, I do think he's someone that we could play here in this spot. Uh, just And also worth noting, I think Blackman and Cargo, phenomenal one-offs. Like I said, if you're building a team and you kind of make a four-man stack and you're looking for some one-offs, Blackman and Cargo could be really good one-off home run options here in this game because the, the way Weaver has been against lefties. Let's talk about the uh, the uh, Cardinal side of the ball now, and they're going against Kyle Freeland here. And pull up the numbers on Freeland. Again, he is a lefty going against a very righty-heavy team, so that's normally something I look at with the Cardinals. When they're against a lefty, I kind of get excited. I say, okay, they have a really nice righty-heavy lineup. Obviously losing fam hurts, though. But uh, Freeland's been pretty good this season. Uh, he's kept the numbers down. The Woba against lefties is 268 with an ISO of uh, .097. And against righties, Woba of 313 with an ISO of 150. Not giving up any really hard contact. 31% against righties, 29.1% against lefties. 
Uh, his XFIP is at 462 and the K percentage at 18.9% and walk rate at 8.3%, getting 48% ground ball. So this is a guy that has been pretty solid this season. I do think, sure, if you want to take some guys uh, here and there, like Ozuna, who's been hitting the ball well, I wouldn't hate playing Ozuna uh, as maybe a one-off. Uh, maybe like a Molina catcher if you're stuck there and you want to pay up and you have the salary, sure, I think that's fine. Um, I guess if you need Tyler O'Neill as like a cheap one-off and he's in the game, uh, you know, he could be a cheap salary saver that could help you out. But, you know, I don't love the Cardinals offense on this slate. I think there's way better offenses. Uh, so yeah, it's just not, this is not one of the greatest games here. And I think there's better spots in general. So, uh, let's kind of move on here. Uh, one of my favorites though is Luke Weaver, I think, uh, of pitchers just for a value play. If you need that to go that route. Next game up, Milwaukee Brewers, Los Angeles Dodgers, Chase Anderson against uh, Rich Hill. And man, uh, Rich Hill's probably the best pitcher on the slate overall. Probably the guy that you want. He's gonna probably be the cash game pitcher if you're playing cash games. And uh, my one worry is, is he gonna be too chalky in tournaments? Uh, where to the point, like Robbie Ray the other day was 80% in some tournaments, I think I saw. Like, are we getting Rich Hill on DraftKings at 80% in some spots? If so, that's uh, that's worth possibly fading, right? Uh, and just finding a way to make other things work. So um, I'm kind of wondering what I'm gonna do with him in tournaments, but you just load him up in cash games. He is the best option. He's the best raw points play. Uh, I do think you have to play him. But he's getting a matchup against the Brewers, and they're a very boom-bust team, and uh, that lineup is getting scarier uh, with the addition of Shup. Uh, you know, here it is today. It's going to be Kane, Yelich, Shup, Aguiar, Moustakis, Braun, Pena, and Arcia. Uh, obviously, they took out Travis Shaw from that lineup, so without him in there, but they could even bring him in at some point. He obviously probably wouldn't come in for Rich Hill, but he could come in as a pinch-hit guy. But like I said, this, this Brewers lineup is just getting scarier and scarier uh, You know, every single day. They, they just keep adding guys, so... Um, yeah, looking at this team, it's definitely worth noting that there is some vault risk here with uh, how good this team could be. And maybe the morale's up. Maybe, uh, you know, they get excited with all these trades that come in and they're just uh, hitting some pretty good sticks. We saw Robbie Ray get blown up again, uh, yesterday, uh, or not yesterday, two days ago against the Rangers. Maybe on this small game slate, no one's playing the Brewers and uh, we could look to play them. Uh, it's kind of worth noting too, there is no real like amazing weather ballparks on this slate. Like you could argue the best weather ballpark is in LA. And we talked about how in the summer, this ballpark could be a better spot for hitters it's going to be 78 degrees out there wind only blowing out four miles an hour but uh, at least the wind's not going against us so i do think it could be interesting to just be contrarian and load up on the brewers here uh if you're making one team like i said um i saw you know we saw colosi do it and win that nice uh you know 25k the other day uh, I do think it's just worth noting if Hill ends up getting ownership around 80%. I didn't think he was, or I didn't think uh, Robbie Ray was going to get that ownership the other day. I was shocked it was 80. I knew people were talking about him and liked him, but uh, I was just very surprised that it went that high up to uh, you know 80 on him. So. Rich Hill obviously is the best play, but uh, kind of worth it, you know, talking about from a contrarian perspective what you could do there. Let's talk about Chase Anderson a little bit, and I don't think this is a guy that I'm going to be looking to uh, play too much here. Uh, it's just the Dodgers are not a team that I want to target. Very good offense. Uh, it's really not worth uh, worth targeting too much here, in my opinion. So uh, I'm definitely uh, definitely not looking to really go that route here. Uh, sure, if, he, if you're trying to look for someone, I get it. But he's got a 5.0 XFIP, 19.3K uh, percentage, 9% walk rate. Like These numbers are not good. Uh, Chase Anderson may, may have flashed some good games throughout the season, but uh, he's definitely one of those like regression candidates where it's coming. I think the Dodgers offense is a phenomenal option on this slate. I'm definitely going to look to play them here. Looking at Jock Peterson, he's going to be a great play that I like. Manny Machado, Max Muncy, who keeps just mashing the ball, uh, Grandal, Kemp, Bellinger. Like, Dodgers are my favorite stack, I think, of the day. It's between them and the White Sox as my two that I'm really liking. So, 
you know, I also like how their implied total is at 4.41. That's very, uh, you know, nice for me because I see it and I, I hope people are just ignoring it. I hope they get the, uh, you know, lineup really late. I kind of hope the lineup doesn't even come out, right? I hope it comes out at, uh, you know, 7.15 so people don't even like, you know, they, they, they move off their Dodgers stacks. I just think the Dodgers, you know, they're going to be my stack of the day. They're going to be my favorite team to go to. Uh, it's just... It's just a perfect spot here against Anderson, who's uh, got some regression coming. And this uh, high-powered offense, uh, obviously, like I said, best weather, too, on the day, you could argue. Uh, it's just a good spot here for the Dodgers. And I'm hoping people are not playing them. Uh, we'll kind of see. I hope that Braves game uh, you know, could possibly go, too, because that'll help get some ownership off the Dodgers as well. Like I said, uh, they are a phenomenal play today. And Vegas agrees they're one of the best plays. But uh, I do think the Dodgers are my favorite stack to go to. And like I said, I don't think this is a day where you just kind of say, oh, let me stack this offense and this offense and call it a day. I do think it's worth noting. Maybe just do like a four-man stack and then pick your one-offs, uh, you know, here and there. I, I just don't think it's the greatest day for stacks overall. Uh, it, I don't think it's a day where you want to just be picking, you know, guys at each position. I do think stacking is still uh, something you want to do because the correlation factor, and it's a, a good thing. I get the totals are not really high for a lot of these teams, but I do still think you want to stack up one offense and then fill it up with a bunch of uh, one-offs. That's kind of the route I would go in your tournaments. And cash games, like I said, I'm taking the day off, I think, on cash games, guys. Uh, there's always more slates, right? There's always a ton of other we can play and uh, I like the bigger slate so uh, I'll just uh you know kind of you know take my money from yesterday and uh you know use it on a, a better slate rather than uh, losing on a slate that I don't like too much uh, possibly so that about wrap, wrap up this slate for you guys though thanks a lot for joining me if you ever have any questions for me give me a follow on twitter it's at travis mangone it's t-r-a-v-i-s-m-a-n-g-o-n-e happy to answer your questions over there if you guys want and you can always find my content over there so for me travis mangone I'm gonna get on out of here good luck in your contest Pros do it right by relying on trusted brands because your reputation depends on it. Lowe's is here to help by having more of those brands in stock like DeWalt. So when you need a DeWalt tool fast, you know where to go and where to save. Because we stock the largest in-store selection of DeWalt power tools and accessories of any national retailer. And now you can save $100 on a DeWalt XR2 tool 20-volt max brushless power tool combo kit featuring a drill and impact driver for just $289. Do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offer valid through 616 U.S. only. Pros do it right by relying on trusted brands because your reputation depends on it. Lowe's is here to help by having more of those brands in stock like DeWalt. So when you need a DeWalt tool fast, you know where to go and where to save. Because we stock the largest in-store selection of DeWalt power tools and accessories of any national retailer. And now you can save $100 on a DeWalt XR2 tool 20-volt max brushless power tool combo kit featuring a drill and impact driver for just $289. Do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offer valid through 616 US only.